and good afternoon. My name is Sherman. His name is Sherman. Great to be back with you all, our friends, family, and loyal listeners. On Sunday afternoon here in Chicago, approaching 1 o'clock, December 13th, 2020, Sherman, uh, great to be with you again, um, as always, and glad you're mending up from your uh, Friday procedure. Yes, nothing too uh, too worrisome, everyone. So, okay, and uh, <laughs> don't fret. Good, good, good to know. And as as we say, as we start, this is a podcast for Shermans by Shermans, and all of you, and any of you who are so inclined to come along on this ride with us. So here we go. Uh, your your turn to uh, kick us off, Sherman. What do you got? Uh, so to begin, I would just, as this is our last episode of the year, uh, obviously not ever, but you know, just to, be, to begin, um, you know, I would like to give another shout out to Jenny, Julie, and Eddie for their help in getting this podcast off the ground. Uh, yes, yeah, they deserve a round of applause. You can clap at home while you're listening like an absolute psycho. It would be merited. Uh, if anyone questions you, say the people in question uh, deserve it. So, yeah, shout out to them. Thank you for all your help. Um, I don't even know if any of them listen to this, but that doesn't matter because they deserve the shout-out nonetheless. And then uh, as it's episode 12, it's my turn for a piece of uh, pop culture. And uh, shockingly, I'm going with music again. And I am going with this time, I'm going with uh, Casey Musgrave's cover of What Are You Doing New Year's Eve? Uh, This is from her 2016 album, A Very Casey Christmas. I, it's my favorite version of this song, hence me choosing this cover in particular. Um, I, I mean, I listen to it not, I would say, consistently year-round, but I do listen to it definitely outside of, you know, December, definitely in the winter season, uh, because I just love the song so much. Um, I think in part because it has a great piano. And I, w- I will, though, you know, shout out there are a lot of, other great covers of this song, um, you know, including Ella Fitzgerald, um, who else? Uh, the Carpenters, who we've mentioned on here right. before. Uh, the Head and the Heart, I believe. Um, let's see. Am I missing? Um, and how, how would you describe, because I'm not familiar with her, Casey. Mm-hmm. Okay. How would, how would you just describe for, for me? Because um, I'm probably the only one who doesn't really know of her her her, her style or what her well. So she's a I would tendency. say she well she began uh, as a well I'd still say she's a country singer but it's almost like the path of Taylor Swift to me. Uh, she may be slightly older than Taylor Swift, if not her age, and uh, that Taylor Swift started as. Uh, a country singer and then I think from my perspective went more country pop and I'd say he's more a pop singer now Um, or Casey Musgraves is very much from the country world was a country singer I think I mean 
I'd say she's more pop than country now, but, you know, kind of has the same roots, has won multiple country music awards, um, and is kind of gone, much like Taylor Swift, from, you know, because a, a lot of country singers, I don't think, you know, blow up to have mainstream success, but Casey Musgraves absolutely has, um, and deservedly so. Her She has a multiple great albums in general other than this particular cover and this is uh, this is from a great holiday album too mm-hmm. um so yeah i would i would say more now it's um you know she's kind of in the pop realm um but you know great voice uh seems like a great person she actually gave a a shout out and a helping to i believe last year um a photo store in koreatown so that was mm. uh that was a funny interesting great thing to see yeah, uh, yeah. man i would also there is another uh cover of the song and i just have to say this because the joke will never die to me from the uh, wickedly talented which if you understand that that was for adina menzel who john travolta butchered her name years ago uh, and i just i can't let that die or you know can't let that pass anytime i see it so she also covered the song and i will say one that's not probably on you know, Spotify, Apple, anything like that. There's a good cover, I think, um, by Zoe Deschanel and Joseph Gordon-Levitt from mm. oh, maybe a decade ago on YouTube. So, yeah, but this is... Was uh, Joey Deschanel, was she married to somebody in Death Cab for Cutie? Yes, she was. That's, uh, y- you. You, you. I mean, in a way that's impressive, but also, like, you know, how do you know that and <laughs> not remember why, why could Why could we... Why couldn't SATs be drafted in that kind of style? Then I would have been could have been an eight hundred guy on just one, as opposed to an eight hundred guy on <laughs> the two combined. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If there was a miscellaneous information section where you just got to fill in random facts, I think yeah, I, I got that gene from you. We we would both be uh, genius level on that. Um, but yes, so. Again, Casey Musgraves, What Are You Doing New Year's Eve from her 2016 album. The song's originally from 1947, by the way. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I was reading, and this is interesting, uh, I mean, just simply due to the title alone, it apparently wasn't even, you know, the intent of the composer for the song to be around, like, kind of a, you know, a December song, um, which I, you know, I don't understand how that's possible since it's what are you doing New Year's Eve and it's kind of like a seemingly a, a song about longing and wanting to be with someone uh, for New Year's Eve. But And also it reminds me, so this is something people can watch right now, of uh, just, you know, as New Year's Eve is in the title, of the great speech at the end of when Harry met Sally when they meet on New Year's uh, Eve. And so, you know, everyone go watch that again or... If you never have, definitely watch it right now. Um, yeah. So, great. That's the song I'm quick, going with. Thank you. Okay, quick follow up, please. Chris Stapleton is he considered a country? Yes. I, yeah. I mean, I like he has um, done. I, I guess you'd say you know crossovers or you know yeah. songs with more pop artists. But I mean from right now and i don't profess to be like a country music expert or anything uh, but just from you know 
I do know <laughs> Taylor Swift and Casey Musgraves work better than I do, uh, better than I know Chris Stapleton's. Um, he seems to be more still uh, in that country realm. But I, the, the, I, probably the only reason I know of him is recently he has a song out and it's playing locally in Chicago on XRT. I believe the title of the song is Cold. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, it's a great song. It's really good. Yeah, no, he's he's fantastic. I mean, yeah, they, I'm I'm a fan of all three of the artists I've mentioned uh, prominently in this episode so and, far. And and here's here's what I saw earlier today, Sherman, on the, also the music front. I've got the, in my left hand right here the pages of from the Sunday New York Times, um, crinkling in the background. Check out fresh pop songs and BB Bridgers. Mm. Kyoto? Yeah. How do you pronounce it? It says Phoebe Bridges has radically remade four songs from her album yeah. Punisher. So I'll just leave it at that. I know you'd brought her up um, in a previous uh, cast, so uh, good to see that in print. Yeah, no, yeah she uh, yeah, she did. Um, I wouldn't. Uh, I haven't listened to the EP. I've only listened to, I think, one of the newer versions, but it seems to be more, I don't know if it's strings only or kind of a more acoustic or orchestral thing, but it's just basically different arrangements of her songs. Uh, and the one I've heard is great. Um, but yeah, Kyoto is a great song from her album. Um, anyway, so like, you know, both versions I imagine are great, but the one I know is fantastic. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's that. So what, uh, what is on your mind now? Uh, thank you, Sherman. So couple, couple thoughts, observations. So you and I talked about this one uh, a little bit, um, not, not on a previous, uh, cast, but, uh, police, police, situated in empty church parking lots getting ready to ticket you for speeding that's that's been on my mind <laughs> for a while now um uh it, it just it, it, there's just to me an imbalance in that whole arrangement um but yet here we are middle of december um Season of of hope for um, many, and um, it, it occurred to me perhaps at least at this time of the year. I get it because the imagery really is now slow down, you know, just slow down, and, and you know. Uh, that's what the season is is about in in many ways, and appreciate what we have and um, what the potential is for each of us. Um, so that that was that was one thing. And way over on the other side, uh, your mom and I were out last Saturday doing an errand, and we happened upon our favorite uh, burger place. Outdoors, outdoors, and we got there ten minutes before it was scheduled to open, which would be eleven thirty in the morning on Saturday. And um, 
maybe we, we, we can mention uh, uh, by name, right, Bindlex, because, gosh, the potential, potential support and sponsorship there, right? But uh, so the, the gentleman said, no, come on in now, meaning come to the outdoor seating area. And we were, uh, we were again, early before the opening, a few minutes, he sat us right down, um, took our orders, and every time we asked for something or placed an order, he said, you got it. You got it. And it was just so, it just was so genuine. You got it. And I've been thinking about that, maybe with a little push from your mother, because I think, I'm pretty sure my kind of, default or stock reply in so many ways is we'll see <laughs> we'll see well i think that would be a pretty ballsy move for a waiter or waitress to say that <laughs> so i mean I'd, I'd i'd like i'd like my burger medium we'll see <laughs> i mean i'm pretty sure it only that it would happen at debevix and that's it and then not only would they dance on your soul uh, they dance on the table, but I just, I just, I just, so, we so appreciated his attitude, his great attitude. You, you got it. Um, well, I think that's so, what, uh, yeah, great. Uh, you know, <laughs> people in the service industry are great at their job. Make you think that they're being genuine, even though it's their job. And I don't mean to be cynical that way, but you know, that's. You know, it's almost like a great actor. They're convincing you that they mean it. And maybe they do, but also, again, it's their job and it's how they earn money. So, um, you know, if, if, they, <laughs> if they were saying, well, I guess, then that would be bad for them and their business. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, so, I mean, I'm glad that they were like that and you took that from them. But mm-hmm. uh, as, as someone who has been, you know, uh, falsely nice to people in uh, in a service industry position when I'm the worker uh, mm-hmm. I get it <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so 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 uh, do we have an honor about or well so we have our first uh, so I'm sorry sorry to rain on your parade there but uh, that's just what I thought this is our first questions from the crowd so again uh, you can submit any thoughts questions or concerns to our name is sherman at gmail.com so this is from uh, Sean D. in Connecticut, well, from Connecticut, I believe, in Boston, actually. Um, he's asking, who's the best artist that is a child of a former musician? So in doing some research on this, this pulled up a lot of, I mean, basically any child, it seemed like, of a famous musician who's ever touched an instrument, which not surprisingly is a lot of them. Um, I'd say the most successful or, you know, obviously, you know, the most popular, uh, you know, Enrique Iglesias, Liza Manilli, um, Miley Cyrus. We've actually mentioned a couple already, uh, in depth, Nora Jones, mm-hmm. um, and Arlo Guthrie. Uh, so yeah, there's a, there's a range of them. Uh, I, I mean, I know she's not a musician, but she's, an artist and she's very successful. Uh, Zoe Kravitz. Um, mm-hmm. 
And then, yeah, upon looking at the list, I remembered some ones from my childhood. So I'm just going to shout out Lil Romeo, son of Master P. That's an absolute <laughs> classic. And then, yeah, there was others I really I didn't think about, I wouldn't have thought about on this question. Like uh, Rhett Atkins' son, Thomas Rhett, who's a famous country singer. Um, but, yeah, so there's, there's, uh, there's a lot of them, a lot I'm not mentioning. Um, but, uh, you know. I like that. Great, great, great question. Yeah, I mean, I, thank you, Sean. Yeah, I, well, yeah, Hank Williams Jr., Rufus Wainwright. Uh, yeah, like you know, Nancy Sinatra popped up. Uh, oh yeah. So without without doing any research, so I felt like I was cramming for an exam again, uh, just before we we came on here. Yeah, I I I wrote down Frank and Tina, be the Sinatras, right? I think they the one song that really hit for them was. Saying, saying something stupid like "I love you," which it, it it got me when it came out in whenever 1970 or something like that. How about Bob and Jacob Dylan? That that was mentioned a lot, yeah, in the and, articles. And John and I think Julian um, Lennon, maybe she, Sean. No, I think it was Julian um, had, had a career. Sean might have as well, but. The, the neat side note about Julian Lennon, right, is that Paul McCartney's um, song, Hey Jude, Hey Jude, is about Julian. Mm-hmm. And I will also, yeah, I will also shout out uh, Roseanne Cash and Natalie Cole. Um, so who do you, I guess, who would you, you know, first, I guess we can't really say, you know, off the top of your mind because we've discussed it a little, but, you know, who would you think is the the best i mean that's obviously a uh you know subjective question well, or phrase can i can they have one consideration from the committee of of you sure Th- that um if we extended it f- familial wise i would i would go with and i think it would be just you know a drop the mic type of deal um dion warwick Whitney Houston, that's a. Or are they cousins a, or sisters? No, uh, aunt Dion. Really, I didn't know that. And by the way, she's on Twitter now and is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So eighty, year, 80 years young. She's just, was she? She she does know the way to San Jose. <laughs> was she the one who did a um, like a, a telepathic like she had like a telepathic phone number thing like infomercial. Right, and the 80s or 90s. Kind of like a Miss Cleo, but it was actually Funny. Dionne Warwick. Funny, but I can't remember. Oh, oh well. Yeah. No, I, no, she, um, I think you're you're right, right on that, yep. Uh, yeah, but, uh, wow, I didn't know that. She's her aunt. Oh, that's impressive. So does that, does that flip the tables at all? Or well, I mean, the, the, that would win if we extend the question, but it's not the one. Sean. Okay. Sean asked, and as he's a lawyer, you know, that's, I feel mm-hmm. like that's you know not allowed in the court of law. Um, mm-hmm. So you can't handle the truth. Uh, that he well, in this case, it's the truth of a of another question. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know. There are there are a lot of great options for who is the best artist. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't I don't really know. Sean, I'm sorry, I don't really know how to choose. Um, you know. Sometimes I'd say Enrique Iglesias. 
sometimes I would say, you know, uh, Ziggy Marley. So I, I go, I go, I, th- I might, I might go Judy Garland, Liza Minnelli. All right. So, th- so yeah, there you go, Sean. Uh, so thanks, thanks for the question. And again, anyone else, uh, you can email us at our name is Sherman at gmail.com. So moving on from our first questions from the crowd segment. Anything else going on with you, Dan? I just have a, a quick honor about mm-hmm. um, sticking with the, the music theme and scene. Uh, a few days ago, earlier this week, was the uh, 40th anniversary of John Lennon's being murdered. Uh, and uh, I think the, the, the following week, Time Magazine cover was the day the music died. Um, And then um, a little more uplifting is Springsteen was, of course, on Saturday Night Live last night, and we referenced him a couple months ago um, on on or about uh, with the release of Born to Run, which was 1975, in the f- autumn of 1975, 45 years ago. Well, on or about this date right now is when he performed at our college, little high school-like gymnasium, and that was a stocking stuffer for the Christmas season that couldn't be beat. So that's all I got. All right. Well, thanks for listening to hopefully all of our you know, first 12 episodes, uh, all of our, you know, first season even though this first season will never end so signing off on this sunday december 13th have a wonderful week everyone thanks sherman thanks everyone take care